on. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Sunday, November 5th, 2023, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Namaji Podcast. That's right, TJ is back. The voices are back, right? Uh, this is episode 93 manga, and we're your hosts. I'm TJ. I'm Matt. I'm Bryce, and the leash is on. <laughs> nah, bro, you're that. at he knows, four stars. He knows you know why you he was wilding on me last week. Listen, listeners, he knows why he's on punishment right now. And if you listen to last week's episode, you'd understand why he had that tone of voice, tail between the legs. Anyway, like I, I said, this is episode say. 93 manga. You are not talking right now. This is episode 93. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should take that tone. This is episode 93 manga. There will be some spoilers up ahead. Uh, as far as announcements go, uh, we'll just go right into the docket for today. We got Epo, we have Sakamoto Days, we have Chainsaw Man, we got Jujutsu Kaisen. We'll get into our favorite chapter this week, and then we'll uh, hop over to our topic of the week, which is what this week, fellas? Favorite, favorite One, One Piece, Piece villain. villain. I know this was a Bryce topic. Uh, you know what? It actually was mine. Really? Yeah, I'm actually the person to put this in there. Well, there we go, because Bryce is usually Mr. One Piece himself, but... With that being said, let's not waste any additional time. Matt, take us into Epo, please. So, we got another action-packed chapter of Hajime no Epo. This chapter was called Fight Strategy. Um, so, we're still in the middle of... Well, title Fight Strategy, I'm sorry. We're still in the middle of Epo and Mashiba sparring each other. Now that Epo has you know, shown that he can actually fight Southpaw style. And he's able to kind of close the distance. But we saw um, at the end of the previous chapter, Mashiba said going forward, he's going to start using his title fight strategy. So he started to implement that. And what he did, which was actually pretty smart, was he baited the overhand left by throwing a jab and stepping back using his, you know, the reach that they continuously show that he has. And when Epo goes for the overhand, he literally blasts him with a straight right hand right into that open spot on his body, um, causing Epo to kind of move back. But Epo going full anime uh, is like, I can't stop. You know, I got to go forward. He kind of goes into that same mindset that he went into when he was fighting Vorg, when he was like, well, if I don't, you know what I'm saying? If I don't give a thousand percent, basically, if I don't treat this like it's life or death, then I'm wasting his time. Uh, Epo just immediately goes back into fight mode and tries to drive back in continuously is getting caught on his way in and he's trying to find his way into uh, Mashiba's range because Mashiba is keeping him on the outside every time he tries to dip over Mashiba catches him and then in the middle of that he's saying he thinks he understands it um, and the chapter ends if I'm not yeah the chapter ends right there um, Epo is going to figure something out Obviously, I mean, listen, Epo beat this guy before. Now, I don't think Juan Rosario is Epo. Um, You're talking about him like he's a human being, but go go on. Epo's not human either. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed this chapter. I, I, you already know, you anything with Mashiba is gonna is gonna win with me every time. And you know, the fact that we're even getting more action out of Epo is actually looking like Hajime no Epo. Uh, is pretty cool. So. But that's pretty much all I got on it. I'll pass it to you, TJ. We need to remember that Epo's got skin in the game. If Mashiba wins, in theory, him and Kumi have free license to pursue their love interest. But we also know that, you know, Mashiba is conning him. 
uh with that being said i felt that this was another short chapter i don't know if this can be attributed to getting covid uh for george morikawa mashiba using that counter in place uh for whenever ipo uses his step in um I don't know. It was like Ipo was doing a good job of stepping outside of, you know, Mashiba's lead foot, but it always seems like he shouldn't be getting caught by that body shot, but Mashiba's finding that range in that line. Uh, it's definitely something subtle that he's doing, and I'm looking forward to see, like, the reveal of the trick, or really what I'm looking forward to seeing is, like, Ipo's, you know, machine learning brain in action in real time, right? He keeps going for it, gathering more data, and I want to see what he comes up with, because this could ultimately end up being rosario's response or something similar in that he's giving mashiba more looks more variables to consider to unpack <clears throat> so with that i'm hype for this chapter and it's crazy to see that ipo is becoming somewhat of a copy ninja right i feel like we've been seeing that in a few different series uh as of late but uh give me a full chapter that's all give me a full chapter I just want to add this also, just picking up where you left off on the copy ninja thing. I actually think, uh, I think more than anything else with Epo, his, his power, you know, so to speak, might really just be adaptability mm. or just his ability to, to learn something like that. He can learn things on the fly or that he can literally teach himself. He taught himself Southpaw. But I nobody if did. That is, uh, nobody did mitts with him in the gym. Nobody helped him with a strategy. He just I, started doing it. I wonder if that is also an end result of him having been a coach now for a while. Yeah, he's but got you know, he's of always, an anal analytical brain to where he knows what changes he needs to make. Yeah, I mean, but he's always been analytical, right? Like he's the guy that can watch all the tape and see things a certain way. And I mean, if you teach him a technique, he will drill it until he has it mastered right like is it, i think is it then adaptability or is it uh hard work and adaptability more so the hard work part yeah maybe it's that maybe the hard work is why he's so adaptable right because again like he's, he's had zero help no one like he has had no help and this is his first time using this in a real fighting scenario and he's fighting a world title challenger well, it also makes me think we must remember what Takamura brought up to him in the first place with his Dempsey role. He's like, hey, when you're in that Dempsey role, you're kind of neutral or going back and forth between Southpaw and Orthodox anyway. So the fact that he had that could be uh, the initial, I don't know, impetus for him being able to transition to Southpaw. So what I'm saying is you're right. And I just think maybe he just had a foundation for it based on his initial fighting style in the first place. Yeah, I feel you. Well, with uh, that, yep. I'm going to take us into Sakamoto days. Yuto Suzuki, this is chapter number 142, titled X's Goal. Where we I leave thought off. it was called Where's the Anime Announcement, my bad. Mafuyu and Totomaru showing up to the exhibit on some Killmonger energy. Well, you think your ancestors got this from, huh? Mm -hmm. You don't anyway. know what's in your body. <laughs> Shin... How would I summarize this? Sheen versus Mafuyu, round two. Fright. Where's my anime announcement? Off top. See, you, if you had just let me get to my... Anyway. Uh, I always appreciate a Sakamoto Day's color spread. 
uh the color spreads are always fire always hella drippy the graffiti spread this time was pretty cool uh i'm gonna put the these niggas on blast don't want to give me my props last week for calling out that kaji was gonna be the one that would come in to help and the fact that we get that Toda Maru, Mafuyu, X Shin, and the Sakamoto gang scrap. But, you know, whatever. I don't know anything about Sakamoto days. Um, <laughs> I'm not bitter. Also, poor Kaji, man. He just got back in action. And in, in the chapter he got back in action with last week, he already got pulled out. Like, that's got to suck. The nigga just left the hospital. <laughs> he just got well. And now he's going to get another get well soon card. Anyway, uh, and and what makes it worse, it was a former ally. It was it was Mafuyu, right? Remember that Kaji, Mafuyu, Toromaru, Shin, they all teamed up to fight off Shinaya, who was really Gaku piloting, like wearing what what the Oculus or whatever the fuck. Anyway, mm-hmm. CEO, chairman of the JAA, Asaki has arrived. It looks like he's got Nagumo Shishiba. I'm kind of bouncing it around in the chapter, but he's got Nagumo Shishiba and what looks to be Osaragi's veil in front of him. They're already doing their job, you know, protecting the chairman. Let's not forget, though, Amane peeped game when he saw Shishiba. And he's like, hey, this is the nigga that used to hang out with my daddy, right? So he's in the mix. I wouldn't be surprised if Mitsur, I, I feel like there might be a low chance of it, but if Mitsur, Mr. Excuse me, Yotsumura makes an appearance in this arc, let's not forget that he's in the mix as well, but he's in deep cover. X is way more sinister than i thought and I, uh, bryce left a voice note in the group chat this morning like this was this is some heavy manipulation i i feel like it's crazy how how manipulative this was but i also feel like something i talked about two weeks ago with the stockholm syndrome um that being said the reason why i think it's not just x taking advantage of my fuyu's overall goal is because they were training with Gaku at the end of the day, what, three chapters ago? And in this confrontation with Shin, we see that Mafuyu got noticeably stronger compared to when they first fought each other uh, during the Force of Death arc that Matt likes to call it when they were on the plane. Now, how I think the question that I have is, how did X find out that Mafuyu's goal was to get into the Order? They would have had to have had some type of conversation at some point. It, w- it wasn't necessarily isolated. Like he would have had to talk to this kid, or maybe he did some background on him. I don't know how much of Mafuyu's information is out there. Maybe they just knew. But with that being said, too, it's like how they would have had to talk at some point. And it really made me think of that scene at the beginning of the Dark Knight Rises when Bane tells the dude, "Hey, hold on, Playboy, you're not coming back up with us on this plane. Once we capture Doctor Nuclear Bomb here, uh, I'm gonna need you to stay behind." Like, that was dark. He's like, the fire will rise, brother. Anyway, uh, side note, I don't think that Mafuyu will lose if he fights against the Order. I don't think it's as overwhelming of a difference in strength as it may seem. I feel like he's really powered up. And I feel like right now we're seeing a lot of characters that aren't Sheen have powered up, and it's going to have to force some type of evolution in Sheen. Also, we have to remember, like I mentioned, I think I mentioned this at the top of my notes, but Sheen almost lost the first time he fought Mafuyu, right? And let's not mm-hmm. forget that Mafuyu is a kid genius. He's only like, what, 14, 15 now? No, he's probably still 14 because I don't think a year has passed yet in the manga. <clears throat> and he's got some high-tech mask on now. It's not your simple, like, cloth mask. He's got that that painter's mask on. 
that seems to be dispensing something into him. PEDs, I don't fucking know, right? <laughs> I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past the series. Now, will Natsuki, his older brother, who's the who's the genius, created uh Shin's Nintendo Power Glove? Is he gonna show up in this arc to just you know come get his brother? Shout out to Kashima, uh, looking like he is now part of the Island of Misfit Toys, but he's being the guy in the chair. But I also doubt. Remember, he said that he has control over the implanted bombs that are in their bodies. I doubt X would still let him have admin rights or something like that. Lastly, who came up with the plan to have Mafuyu fight the Order and die? Now you're going to say X. Hear me out. The reason why I'm wondering about this, you know, because the idea is he's going to lose and that's going to trigger the bomb explosion, so on and so forth. We've seen the Order do this before with some of their, or not the Order, the Slur group do this before with some of their members, right? Uh, I'm asking, was it Uzuki who came up with that plan or Rion who came up with that plan? Because as of right now, I have a feeling that Rion might be the evil personality. I'm not entirely sure, but again, until we get that clarification, I've got some assumptions uh, that I would be willing to explore. But with that being said, final thought, it looks like things are about to get turned up another notch. You got a lot of heavy hitters all in this room sakamoto's there right got my fuyu totomaru we don't even know if there are other members of slur's group on the premises right but we know that shishiba nagumo osaragi are there we don't even know what the chairman is capable of right and then i'd also mention too like hey is there is mr takamoto nearby because we know that if he's in there nobody's winning anyway uh i'll pass the mic over to bryce Oh, oh, you passing on to me? Relax. Hey. Okay, y'all. Damn. You know what you did. You know what you did. You know what you did. All I'm going to say is, it's a holiday today. Okay? Remember, remember the 5th of November. (laughs) Okay? Let me just get into this chapter. Give my thoughts. TJ, TJ touched on it before. Uh, all I gotta say is this nigga X ain't shit. Um, this this man is uh he's he's out of pocket. It takes someone out of pocket to know who's out of pocket. Sorry. Okay, I'm not out of pocket. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Let's I'm, go ahead. I'm, go ahead. I'm on the rim. I'm on the rim, but I'm I I be dancing in it out of it. But I'm, I'm I'm close to the border. This motherfucker is just straight up down south, turn left. All right, he, he out of pocket. Okay. It's as I said it before. I told y'all this. It's one thing to 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 set out to kill a motherfucker. It's one thing to gaslight a motherfucker. Mm. It's some completely different shit to gaslight a motherfucker to think he can kill other motherfuckers just to get killed. That is like next level assassination crazy shit. Mm. Um. And how this plays out, I don't know. This motherfucker, my fool, you might be out the paint. I don't know. He don't. He don't give me comrade vibes. I'm gonna be real with you. So uh, I don't know. If he makes I I agree and disagree with that. The reason being is like we've already gotten too much of him for him to just be a flash in the pan. That's true. That is true. We uh we gotta see. We gotta see because uh. You know what? There, there ain't a lot of people that fall off his Akamoto days, too. I'll say that as well. Yeah. He don't even give me Yeah, I mean, he could be a rival. He, I guess he could, he could be a rival. He could be a rival to Shen. But 
um like in and out like sasuke like he joined at the end of the at the end of the joint yeah he do gotta give me sasuke vibes anyway uh that's all i want to say x ain't shit matt so i thought it was hilarious that yet and still we have another person that they have defeated that now works for them because it was like uh from from the garage at the sakamoto store (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he was like you monitor my phone he was like yeah <laughs> like basically he working to get his body back that's what it is yeah pretty much um i also like that mafuyu has this this kind of power scale jump especially since he basically has been training with gaku that was the first thing i thought it was like well this is like the fruit of that right you know at least to me that was my assumption like him being this much faster, this much stronger is like, well, he's just, you know, he's been fighting a monster. So he would have had to have gotten a little bit stronger, you would hope. Um, so I'm I'm just interested in seeing how this is going to play out. But the, the flip of, you know, like basically turning him into a suicide bomber is insane. I really was not expecting that. Like, I don't know, just when you think Sakamoto days isn't going to trick you, they find a way. Yeah. They find a way. Sakamoto does it again. You know, they do it every week. They just just give us more fire every single week. Motherfuckers and don't I appreciate miss. them. Yeah, they they don't. Yeah, they ain't missing. I'm not I'm not seeing a lot of misses. I'm seeing a lot of accuracy. So, but that's all I got. I'm pass it back to you, TJ. What we got next? Well, Bryce, take us in the chainsaw man. Oh boy. All right, let's let's go in the chainsaw man. Um. There's not really much to say about Chainsaw Man. It was just it's one of them chapters where it's just action. Um, going back to uh the previous chapter, we kind of get an explanation of what's going on finally. Uh, basically, uh the plan is to uh start a commotion in order to make Chainsaw Man and the War Devil strong, in order to battle the Death Devil. We knew Denz- we knew the Death Devil was coming. We finally got. Of the the way he she was gonna come about um with the with the end of the world thing uh we open up with Barum uh who still could be Denzel in disguise I'm not sure basically he sends the uh the uh the chainsaw man army on Denji and Nuyuta and as they try to get away of course we get Quan Shi Kian Shi Quan Quan Shi uh she comes in she takes out a bunch of devils grabs uh Denji Nayuta and the and the and the crazy chick, I can't remember her name right now. And they just go, they just they just run for it. She does like this crazy jump and then falls and then slips. It looked like she literally loses her damn no, she did lose her leg, but it, it like healed up immediately. And uh she ends up taking out the 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 fiends that were coming after him again. And uh pretty much it just ends with um uh some random dude just calling Denji a chainsaw man wannabe, and he's like, "Yo, who the fuck are you talking to?" Um, and yeah, that's 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 uh, that's that's what the chapter was. Um, I feel like this is just gonna be like a spree of action chapters. I feel like that's what we're getting into now. Um, y'all know how uh, how chainsaw man works. It's it's just uh, 
it's 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 just in 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 different droves. You just you just get a tsunami coming at you, and you just gotta roll with it. Tsunami of depression, tsunami of action, tsunami of what the fuck. Uh, we we are in the action, uh, the action wave right now. So, uh, strap in because Fujimoto gonna be on one for a couple chapters. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it on to Matt. Um, when I saw the last panel, when he was like, uh, he's a chainsaw man, I want to be too. And he was like, excuse me. I was like, and this was the moment that Denji is going to pull this fucking cord again. Like he's going to do it. Now he's going to break the promise. I don't think he will, but I just thought that might've been the moment that it happened. Um, I will say I was pleasantly surprised to only get violence on Halloween reading this chapter um, you know we know who we dealing with you know what I'm saying I thought considering everything this was a pretty tame chapter by Fujimoto uh, other than that I don't really have much to say uh, I felt like he pretty much covered it there's not like a lot to cover in the sense of that there was just a ton of action uh, I'm gonna pass it over to TJ I don't really have much to add uh, I feel like when Quan Chi started going to work, she said they need to put a chimney on my sword. Um, <laughs> 10 pages, very little dialogue, and just like straight up Ginsu knife action slicing and dicing, dicing and slicing. Uh, similar to Matt, all this kind of culminating in Denji potentially getting goaded into pulling the ripcord, turning into Chainsaw Man because someone called him a wannabe poser. Okay, your ego's that fragile, bro. Wow. Um, I kind of need this to wrap up a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about these last few chapters. I think it's because now that I know what Bryce mentioned, the end game is with a death devil or death, excuse me, death devil. I kind of want to just head toward that. And it, some of this feels like filler to me. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know why that is. Maybe it has to do with the, the, frequently infrequent rate at which we get chainsaw man we'll get back-to-back -back chapters and then two weeks of nothing then every two weeks we'll get a chapter then i'll be like back to back i don't know but something about this is trying my patience mm. that's all i agree i agree um i think i think i think we've been so out of the loop with what's going on and now we finally get an answer as to where this is leading, I think I think it's just a feeling of like, all right, then we need to just get there now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what's, what we got next up on the dock? All right. Time for Old Faithful Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Gege Akutami, Chapter 241. This is called Foolish Survivor. Move on up. Where do we leave off? Boo! <laughs> Kenjaku doesn't think you're funny. Kenjaku's like, boo, boo this nigga. Um, how would I summarize this? Yo, did we just witness the equivalent of Mike Guy unlocking all the gates? Because I think that next chapter is going to be heat. Now, let me get into my review. Real question. Is there no such a thing as being unhoused slash homeless in Japan? I'm saying this because... It's not the first time we've seen instances in manga, anime, or live action of an, an, 
an individual with no income somehow having an apartment to live in. I mean, it's not luxurious living either, but it looks like that social safety net is unbelievable out there. And the reason why I thought this is because there's that scene of Takaba in his apartment when he was a struggling stand-up comedian post-college that made me wonder about that. Like, we've seen this before. Uh, people who visibly have no income coming in, but are somehow able to, like, live. Like, you won't see that in the United States. Um, and turns out Japan's homeless rate is actually close to 0%. But there's some pretty fucked up stuff behind that statistic. I ended up watching a YouTube video about it because I was just like, why? Man, it must be nice to not have to fight for just living. But anyway. It must be nice. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, but uh, I digress. Yo, this man, Takaba, Fumihiko Takaba, Takaba. Right, I'm I'm like saying Takaba, like I'm, but Takaba, he takes comedy serious. Yeah. The introspection in this chapter was deep to the point where he was talking to his younger self, and it's making me wonder. I don't think I saw any black background on the page, so was this a flashback in the manga panel sense, or was his innate curse technique manifesting this flashback in real life, like? Was Kenjaku seeing all this play out in front of him? This flashback. You guys, do you guys see what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. Like, did his uh, curse technique manifest this flashback into reality? Is what I'm getting at. Uh, which would be pretty fucking insane. Comedy was a way for Takaba to to connect, to make connections. He was that weird kid growing up. No one really wanted to hang out with him. He didn't know how to approach people. So it was comedy that gave him that pathway to making connection. It's no wonder then he takes it so personal when his college teammate is not taking it, or at least on the surface, not taking it seriously because he's coming to 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 practice all hungover, not really caring. But on the flip side, we also gotta, you know, take Takaba uh into account too. Like he he's gotta be held accountable because yeah. it's a part of the culture. You gotta socialize, you gotta drink, you wanna move up, you wanna make connections, you want people to vouch for you. You also gotta participate in the drinking and whatnot. He wasn't doing that and thus alienating so many people around him, right? Um so what I'm getting at is like who knows how much this refusal to participate in the culture may have actually set him back career-wise. Yeah, that's fair. The ballet costumes were wild as hell. Move past that. So now, Takaba is ready to face the truth comedically. What's this going to look like in two weeks? They're taking a break next week. My bad, y'all. But his cursed energy is, is essentially similar to Looney Tunes pocket dimension type energy. Like when they pull the hammer out of the pocket dimension, so on and so forth. Like, I mean, I I I I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Like, I feel like either the Humpty Dance is playing when he's on the scene, or he's got that Mary Melly is like da 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 da, like whatever the fuck, right? Playing in the background whenever he's on the scene. Even with all this, though, I I I don't see Kenjaku losing. No. We'll see in two weeks. I I do not see Kenjaku losing, y'all. I'm gonna pass it over to Matt. Um, I really enjoyed this chapter. I enjoyed finally getting uh, that little, little bit of background on Takaba. 
um, not knowing if we were in reality, if this was a, a flashback for him or what. Um, and then him ultimately finding his resolve, very anime-like, uh, very manga-like, you know, through the flashbacks, finding his resolve and what he wants to do and his uh, type of comedy. The, the perfect ratio on the bow was crazy. Yeah, yeah, the perfect ratio on the bow. I wasn't able to achieve that until I was in my deep 20s. And it's like, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I just like the ridiculousness, the the kind of break from the seriousness, but the fact that, like, it's crazy because despite the fact that we aren't doing something super serious, the stakes are still very serious. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the stakes are like as dire as they've ever been. And that's what I think is really what I really enjoyed the most about this chapter is just like it gave us a break, gave us a reason, like more of a reason to care about Takaba or Takaba because we actually didn't have much of that. We just liked him as this charismatic character, this you know, this really weird wild card. Like, yeah, he's the wild card. Like he's a, he's completely counter culture to the series itself. And um, yeah, so I I enjoyed it just from that standpoint. Uh, pass it over to the young culture. Oh damn! I didn't think I was gonna get it past me, uh, because the last week. But you know, anyway, um. Uh... I thought this chapter was was really good. I I'm on the bandwagon. Um uh to to kind of get a flashback chapter to like this man's ridiculous power and how this is going to uh uh how this battle is going to play out is going to be very interesting. Um I am also in the camp of um Gojo's not uh I don't I don't think either of them is going to die actually. Maybe maybe uh Takabo will get away or or something. Um, I just hope that this isn't going to be a long fight. I hope this gets wrapped up in like two, three pages because I want to get back. Yeah. To I want to get back to Sakuna. Um, see what's happening over there. See if, you know. We've been seeing a lot of Sakuna. We've seen like four Sakuna fights. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying. Well, I'm trying to see Yuji. I'm trying to see what happens with Yuji. Gotcha. Um, I don't think. And, you know. I don't think uh, I can absolutely believe that somebody gets nah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're gonna get any deaths off screen. People will get fucked up, but I don't think they'll die off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, you know, because uh, the Shibuya arc is going on. You know, the anime is doing the Shibuya arc, and uh, they just got to the part where um, uh, Nanami and uh, and and Maki. Uh, get well, pretty much get well. Maki gets burned, and then Nanami gets eviscerated. Um, and just how quick it was, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it's it wasn't, only gonna get worse, y'all. It's only gonna get worse. Um, <clears throat> so with, just with that just being said, like, uh, um, I'm, I'm curious as to, I hope this gets wrapped up quickly, and I just want to get back to Sakona. I want to see who else is going to die. I feel like that we're going to lose like a couple more people before this arc is over with. Um, um, yeah. I got one more thing to say, and this is something that just occurred to me right now. Do you know what we have not seen yet at all in Jujutsu Kaisen? But we've we've seen that it's been done over the centuries. We have not seen Kenjaku hop into a body. Yeah, that's true. 
Oh, you think he would steal his body? I don't know if he's going to steal Takaba's body, but I feel like we're going to see a body hop happen before long because he kind of has that Orochimaru uh, Captain Ginyu. vibe to him, right? And Sakuna's body. I don't think that would. I think Sakuna's too strong. Or, well, here's the thing. This is why I allude to this because it, it doesn't feel like he hops into bodies that were that are alive. It feels like they die and then he somehow gets a hold of the body. I would assume that Yuji's mom was actually dead before he hopped into her body, but I'm not 100% sure. I would assume that Noritoshi Kamo, uh, the ancestor of the current Noritoshi Kamo, he had hopped into that body at some point, right? Um, I'm saying, like, what if he gets pushed to the point where he's got to hop into a body? Because we... I, I honestly just want to flash back to how he got a hold of Ghetto's body, in all honesty. Yeah, um, what if what if through what if just poetically he goes and gets Gojo's body? You know, I I to to piggyback off that, I think Ghetto is playing such a long game. You mean Kenjaku, because it's not Ghetto. Yeah, yeah, it's Kenjaku. I think he's playing such a long game. That like, I I I wouldn't be surprised if it's, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a, a black Zetsu thing, but just better, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Uh, I'm I of course I made Yuji, and then I made Yuji go to this school, which of course one of the fingers was there. I set up the initial the situation where Yuji eats the finger, and I didn't really expect him to get put in with Gojo, but I just mixed with it. And you know all these things. I wouldn't be surprised if this is just a long game that 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 includes Sakona in a. Yeah, he does have an Eisen level of calculation for his yeah. plans. Yeah, and and just the fact that the more we're going on and seeing these things, the absurdity that is Yuji, the curse wombs, you know the yeah. the, the fact that he he plans so well, Mahito and Ghetto's power working together. Yeah. The 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 Tenzin thing where like Tenzin Tengen uh, Tengen thing, uh, where you know he he pretty much kind of set up the 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 uh the the host the star host getting getting killed, just yeah. so eventually Tengen could get to the point where he could absorb him. Yeah, I think so, I think if he does go for Gojo's body, he'll at least get it for fifty percent off. Okay, okay, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm sorry. If, if, I, if I'm at five I'm stars, sorry. if I'm at four stars. Nigga, we are not the same. We are not the same. No, we are not no, the same. No, 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 no. <laughs> we are no. not the same. It toes down different class. and half off. We are not crazy. the same, Bryce. It's crazy. It is crazy. Bro, an out-of-pocket <laughs> reference to the anime and what you said or something two are two totally different things. <laughs> we are not the same. It's a Bryce. full, it's a completely different style of violation. He was wilding <laughs> just then. But like, nah. You're in jail taking somebody else's guilty. That's crazy. You're in jail actually guilty, pointing the finger at somebody else. You're serving your sentence. That's crazy. All right. The pot is calling the kettle black. You the you the fucking Spider-Man meme right now. Wow. 
I I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else to say. Favorite chapter this week? Let's go. Matthew. Oh. All right. Um, I'll start it then. My favorite chapter this week. It was tough, man. I'm uh fuck. I'm still on the fence. I'm just fuck it. I'm just gonna say it. Uh Jujutsu. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jujutsu Kaisen. I was on the fence between Jujutsu Kaisen and Sakamoto days, to be honest, but I just really enjoy getting that background on uh on Takaba. I really found I just found it to just be really interesting. Hmm. Uh I'm actually gonna pass it back to you, Bryce. Um, for me, it's it's a split between uh One Piece because we're finally getting a backstory to uh to a very mysterious character and it is just it is just full of feels. You lost your right to a split, so you gotta pick. Damn. All right, fine. Damn damn. Stand it. Yeah, that shit was hard. It was good as hell. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. Um, yeah. What about you, TJ? Versus versus chapter ten was crazy. That's all. So Topic of the week time. All right. Our topic of the week is our favorite One Piece villain. Uh, TJ, we're going to start with you. Uh, my favorite One Piece villain is Aichido Oda. It's just too long, dog. Wow. <laughs> uh, favorite One Piece villain. Recency bias. I'm going to go with Saint Sega Saturn. Um, beyond that, I'd say recency bias again. Apparently the whole Shadow King who sits on the throne. Well, this might be a spoiler for those who haven't it's, been keeping up with One Piece. Yeah. Uh, but like apparently the Shadow King who's sitting on the throne that's supposed to have no one sit in it. Basically, sitting on One Piece's equivalent of the Iron Throne, if Game of Thrones, if anyone uh needs some type of analogy. Uh, but for me, all time, uh, probably Doflamingo. He lost Celestial Dragon status as a kid, and he just never let that shit go and made everyone pay for it. Nigga said, where the slaves at? I mean... It's crazy. It's like, this our land? Yeah. This where we gonna live now? Yeah. Slaves coming later or what? Like, I don't see... (laughs) As a child, mind you. They was like, nah, bro, we not doing that no more. He was like, wow, that's crazy. Because I'm gonna keep doing me. That's it. That's crazy that y'all just decided to change my lifestyle, but didn't ask me how I felt about that. And he never let that go. At all. At all. I'm passing it over to Bryce. I mean, y'all made a a very good point about Doflamingo. The level of disrespect and and finesse while disrespecting motherfuckers is crazy. Um, You know, Talking shit to Law about killing his own brother. No, dude, that was wild. To say that that. Was wild. That was fucking wild. Um, shooting, shooting your daddy in the back of the head. That's wild. You a kid and you did that. Mm-hmm. Telling people why they trying to kill you, how you gonna kill all of them? Crazy. And then on some petty shit, he was like, "Well, since I can't rule this place no more, I'm gonna just fuck this shit up. I'm gonna make a bird cage and just kill all you niggas." Yeah. yeah. Doflamingo is a is a is a piece of shit. Um and he is up there. I can't put Kaido because Kaido was too too recent. It's not that he's too recent, it's just like he's kind of one-dimensional. Like he's just like, yo, I'm a strong ass nigga. I do what I want. Um 
I could say Buggy, cause Buggy, but he's kind of like a he's kind of like a neutral character. I might go Blackbeard. Okay. I might go Blackbeard. I, I do like a I do like a long, the only actual pirate. <laughs> the only actual pirate, yeah. yeah. Blackbeard, Blackbeard was on some sinister shit. If you really think about it, he's like the the things he did. Well, it's it's not really to think about. It. He's 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 fucked up. But it's but he's on the same shit Luffy's on, so you can't even be mad. He's basically Luffy, if Luffy was just on some bullshit, mm. you know. He just living his dream. That's all he doing. He Luffy without the moral high ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the nigga living on a fucking pirate island, just living his best life, and he a fucking Yonko. Mm. Um, damn. And I do like the laugh. Blackbeard's laugh is iconic. I think I gotta go Blackbeard. You know what I'm going off of? If I had to join a crew, I'm joining Blackbeard's crew. Cause if cause I'm gonna get a cause they gonna give me a devil fruit just off the off being in the in the group. If I were to join Doflamingo's crew, like I'm gonna be taken care of. But like I'm not it's it's like a Jay-Z, uh it's like a Jay-Z uh Hey G, it's just your favorite up. villain. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's 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 Blackbeard. It's Blackbeard. I'm sorry. It's Blackbeard. It's Blackbeard. That's what's up. Hey, Blackbeard. Matthew. Matthew. Um, I was telling TJ this uh a little bit on air beforehand. I was between two people. I was between Rob Lucci and Crocodile, and um. Mm-hmm. I ultimately picked Crocodile. Uh, I like it. Cro- I be I picked Crocodile because he up two one on Luffy, number one. Uh, this nigga had a whole. This nigga was scamming an entire country. Yeah. He was scamming a whole country, and then. His plan at the end was like, well, if and if my shit go wrong, I'll just blow this whole bitch up. <laughs> yeah, I'll just blow this bitch down. If my plan don't go how I wanted to, won't nobody have shit. I'll just blow everything up. Fuck it. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's crazy that you taking it this far, bro. Um, I thought he, I, I, I appreciate him for that. I appreciate that he's like, uh. He's like the first major person to really to hand that nigga them two L's. And the way that he quote unquote kills him that first time was so immediate. It was no like there was no sound. There was no shot. It was just like, damn, bro, you can't do this. And then the screen just went red. It's like, what's wrong with this nigga? It's like, you know, oh, no, you dead, bro. I'm not hearing none of that. Mm. I'm not like a regular villain. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, obviously, you know, in true villain fashion, as I say that his failure to actually kill Luffy because he was so arrogant, like, oh, I I want him to suffer and all this other shit. When you literally had him beat two whole times, you know what I'm saying? All you had to do was just get the job done. And, you know, your arrogance or pride or what have you is what holds him up. But also it's just like, like when I was doing research into this and shit, he got them of all the like at least the villains and stuff I saw, he got the most history with Luffy. Like yeah. 
on multiple levels, like to the point that somebody that was with him is with Luffy now. Hmm. Like he was the first real person to hand him an L like twice rubbed his face in it that second time. You know what I'm saying? Even the he had to take one of the most savage routes to ultimately beat this dude. Um, I don't know. And then it was just, I also like niggas that just got plans on top of plans on top of plans. That's why Aizen is so high on the list for, you know, for me in terms of villains and stuff. So like, that's why another thing I like about crocodiles, like he just always had a backup plan, but like, I don't know, bro. He was just petty. Like, he spurred a civil war on, bro. Yeah. Like, the nigga was a warmonger. That's bogus as hell. <laughs> it says something when the creator was like, I, I brought this nigga out too soon. He shouldn't have been right here. He's too cold. And then and then kind of gives him back his come up later with the cross guild. I love that shit. Yeah, it did. And see, that's another thing that I thought was dope that like, the cross guild thing where you flipping the script on the Marines because the same way that uh, a a civilian could just pull up, a civilian could just pull up on a pirate, which that would be foolish, but the same way a civilian could pull up on them, they could just pull up on a Marine and get a bounty. You feel me? And I thought that was dope, but that's my pick. I pick crocodile. Any final thoughts, fellas? No, man. All right, well, uh, this concludes another episode of the Now Mind You podcast. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us for another week. Um, Next week, what you guys can expect from us on the manga tip? Well, I can tell you for one, it's not Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, But we should be getting hopefully more than six pages of Hajime no Ippo. Um, Are we still reading My Hero Academia? I'm joking. Um, <laughs> kaiju number uh, eight should yeah, be back. We'll, we'll have kaiju number eight. Oh, I got a better joke. I got a better joke. Y'all ready? Sure. My Wait. <laughs> All right. I've braced myself. Go ahead. My Hero Academia. That's the joke. You're funny. <laughs> uh, we got kaiju number eight. Uh, we Sakamoto don't have Jujutsu Kaisen. We got Sakamoto Days. Still no uh, Dragon Ball Super, uh, but we do have Chainsaw Man, and hopefully we'll get at least... Oh, wait, no, we don't have Chainsaw Man. So we just have Hajime no Ippo, uh, Sakamoto Days, and Kaiju number eight. Yep. Yeah, so we got a pretty thin docket. I just I didn't want to believe it. Um, And our topic of the week next week... <laughs> our topic of the week next week is... Who are the best anime duos, best friends slash rivals? Slow. That's going to be our topic of the week. With that, you guys can follow us all on social media. You can follow me at Matt Hambrick. That's M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C-T-J. Y'all can find me on Instagram. That's at Tuss for Skate. That's T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E. Bryce, where can they My, uh... find you? Yeah, man, it's, it's 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 Bryce, aka Coachman, aka uh the nefarious Petty Gordo, aka Kid Kaiju, aka uh Velvet Panther, aka uh, the Walking Lawsuit, aka, AKA no. Walking Lawsuit, 
um, aka the nefarious one, uh, aka Big Cheese. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me on uh, Instagram at Ashe underscore also. That's A X E underscore O N C A Bay Bay. Where can they find us? They can find us at Now Mind You Podcast, wherever you like to get your social media and wherever you like to get your podcast. We are everywhere. And we will see you guys next week or we'll see you over in the Combat Sports episode if you're into that. Peace out. Peace. Peace.